rocking across the USA every Saturday, 6 to 9 Eastern, 3 to 6 Pacific, broadcasting live on a Studio E in Los Angeles, California. You are tuned in to America's Positive Radio Talk Show as we celebrate 22 years on the air, broadcasting out of XM246. And, of course, we stream worldwide at TalkDavid.com. Proud to be part of the Premier Radio Network. Every Saturday, 6 to 9 Eastern, 3 to 6 Pacific, one 800 Five four eight eight two five five. I'm so out of control. Excited in just a couple of minutes. We have Christy Wilson coming on with us, who was with the uh, Cirque du Soleil for ten years. Recently named Miss Fitness Universe. This is going to rock. You get a chance to check her out, ChristyWilson.com with a K, Christy with a K. Check her out. Just an amazing, amazing success story. For all the way from Australia to the United States of America, we'll be wrapping with her in a minute. Don't forget that all of the radio shows we do here on XM are archived. So usually 10 o'clock every Saturday night, Nathan has them uh, up on our site. So you can listen to the show. If you're listening to these interviews today, Mark Eisenhart, who came back from obesity, 455 pounds, to be a sponsored athlete. He came back from addiction. Uh, the guy's overcome so many challenges. He was on our first hour, second hour, Dr. Johnny Bowden. Uh, the guy that came to us talking about insulin and weight loss, that exercise is not the, the answer to all weight loss because of the fact of insulin levels. You have to really watch the type of food you eat. And now we have the former Cirque du Soleil star, Christy Wilson, um, current Miss Fitness Universe, just, just won the competition, as a matter of fact. She's going to be talking to us about her existence, her life, mind, attitude, body, and more. All of these shows... Just like all the other hundreds of shows that we've done on this XM radio show are archived at talkdavid.com. Don't forget that. Join us on Facebook at David Essel Alive. Like the page. Just like it. Because seven days a week we post quotes and videos and information to help you become more alive in life. So check it all out right now. Christy Wilson, former Cirque du Soleil star, certified personal trainer, just recently named Miss Fitness Universe. Christy, welcome to the program. Thank you so much for having me on. I'm really excited to be here. Oh, my God. Me too, girl. Now, from Australia, you started out this world of, of fitness when you were a little tyke. What age were you, Christy, when you started this, 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 this whole world of stuff that led you to where you are right now? Oh, my gosh. I think I literally started training myself when I was three years old. I would stand on my head. I would watch. TV upside down on my head on the couch, and my mom would just look at me like, you're crazy. You're so strange. <laughs> so I started competing when I was about six years old, I would say, in gymnastics. And by the time I was eight years old, I had been offered a scholarship to the Australian Institute of Sport, which is the National Training Center back in Australia. So as an eight-year-old, I started training six days a week, Eight wow. hours a day in the gym. Wow. So what did you do for school? We would go to school. We would train in the morning from 7 till 11 in the morning, and then we would go to school for about two hours, and then we would go back to the gym and train for about four to five hours at night, and then in the afternoon, well, at nighttime, we would go and we would have tutors that would help us catch up on what we okay. had missed in school, and yeah, so it was tough. And, and what what was it like in high school? What did you compete? Were you in gymnastics in high school? I was, yeah. So. And what was your what 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 was your 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 gymnastic um, sport of choice? Did you have one that you were really really powerful, really good at? 
yeah, the balance beam was my best event. I hated training it. It would scare me like crazy, but it was always, huh. always my best event in competition. Yeah. And then, and then how did you get hooked up with Cirque du Soleil? That is a funny story. I actually applied to Cirque as a joke because <laughs> when my gymnastics career finished, I started doing some stunt work back home in Australia, and um, I was looking for stunt contacts here in the U.S. because there was more work over here at the time. And I was also coaching gymnastics, and my boss would say, you know, you should go apply for a Cirque. I had never even heard of the company. So I turned around and I said to him, listen, my mother would kill me if I joined the circus. I had no clue what it was. <laughs> right. So, so I um, was looking for stunt contacts, and for somehow I ended up on Cirque Slade's website. They had an online application form, so I was like, you know, why not? I'll just fill it out. So I filled it out. Two weeks later, I get a message saying, can you please send us a video with your resume? So I did that. I sent them that, and then they they wrote back saying, can you send a very specific video? Like, they wanted to see certain strength moves. They wanted to see, you know, certain skills on a certain piece of equipment. So I sent them that, and then I was invited to an audition. And then uh, they literally called me, and I had four days to quit my job and be in Montreal. No guarantee of a job. It was just a specific training so I pick up my two bags of clothes and I say, bye, Mom, I'm going to Montreal. I don't know if I'm coming back or not. But that's kind of how it all happened. Wow. Wow. And, and, when, and when, you, when, you, when you signed on with the Cirque, what was your daily training like before you got a chance to perform on the shows or in the shows? Well, I was in Montreal for a seven-week specific training. So I was literally learning what I would do in the show here in Orlando, Florida, if I was the one to get the contract, because I was competing against a Russian girl, and it was going to be between the two of us who would mm. get the contract. So we would, it was probably six to eight hours a day. I mean, it was intense training. It was morning and afternoon trainings and strength training. So it's like a full-time job. It is a full-time job. Right. And so you were selected, obviously. I was. Yes. You got it. And and then and then what was it like being what was it like performing as part of the Cirque troupe in front of audiences? I mean, is there is it is it a huge adrenaline rush, Christy, or after the first couple of times you do it, is it just like going to any job? Um, it's always amazing to be out on stage, especially if the audience is really appreciative of what's going on and they're really into the show. It just, yeah. it really gives, you feed off of that, any performance mm -hmm. off of that. But at times, like, we were doing 500 shows a year, so it's like, go, go, go. There's really no downtime and your body starts to hurt, you start to get injuries and you try to push through. So it's very tough. It's an amazing experience, but it's very tough on the body and mentally, too. You get very mentally tired because every single show you have to be on. It's not like right. training for a sport where you can go to training and, you know, have a bad day training or not feel the greatest every single day at surf. You've got to be on. You have to be paying attention. You have to be at your best. So it's tough in that sense. 
And and when and I'm going to sort of fast forward. When you left, did you leave on good terms? Was there an accident that happened that you left? Was it you were just burned out? Can you openly and be honest with me about how all that ended? Yeah, absolutely. My career ended actually from a back injury. I herniated my L, um, L5S1 disc, and basically I lost feeling in my left leg for five months. I couldn't really walk or stand up or do much of anything. Wow. So they were kind of, I started to come back to the show. You know, I still had symptoms, and it was pretty bad. So Mm -hmm. the orthopedic surgeon I was seeing was not very confident. And then Cirque really just, they were worried about taking that risk for me to get more injured. So, you know, it had been 10 years, and I was kind of ready to move on. Anyways, 10 years was enough, and I was starting to get really tired. So I think, you know, I really believe everything happens for a reason. So it was just, it was my time to go and do something else. Yeah, I love, Christy Wilson is with us right now. Christy, hang in there. We're going to go to a quick break and come back. ChristyWilson.com to find out more about her work right now, helping people to radically change their bodies that's what she's all about. Christy Wilson com with a K. Christy with a K. Christy Wilson.com. Check it out when we come back. We'll talk about her transition into the world of fitness and then fitness competition. She was just named Miss Fitness Universe 2013 not too long ago. We'll find out about that. And then tips for you to get into the type of body that you've always wanted. 1 800 548 548-8255. You're tuned into America's Positive Radio Talk Show. More information at talkdavid.com. So glad to have you with us. I'm David Essel. Stay right there. Every Saturday, we rock the world in such a positive way, helping you to make decisions, better decisions, so that you can live the life that you've always wanted to. Christy Wilson, former Cirque du Soleil star, and just recently named Miss Fitness Universe 2013 is my guest right now. Her website, ChristyWilson.com with a K, Christy with a K. Christy, so tell me about this recent competition, little Miss Fitness USA woman. It was very exciting. It was about two weeks ago. And the funny thing is, if anybody who knows me, while I was at Circus Lay, I was doing the whole fitness modeling, like getting into personal training, and everyone would always be in my ear. You should really do a fitness competition. And I would turn around and I would say, I'm never going to do a fitness competition. Don't even talk to me about that, you know? Right. So (laughs) it was funny. Here I am on the fitness stage. But, um, no, it's great. I mean, I, fitness competitions are a great sport if you get in with the right association. If you do it naturally, it's awesome. So this competition was Fitness Universe, so it was an international competition built from all around the world. It was just so much fun. We actually, the fitness girls actually do three parts to their competition. So we have the routine round that we do. We have a bikini swimsuit round, and in the top five, they call out, and we actually have to go through an interview round. So it's really, yeah, 
It's a, it's, a, it's a lot more than just looking good is what you're telling me. Yes, it is. It's a lot of hard work. <laughs> you have to be able to think quick on your feet. <laughs> right, 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 right. And and when you're training for something like this, what are the hours per day that you're putting into train to, to finally be named Miss Fitness Universe 2013? You know, for me, I think I have an advantage coming from the background I have come from. Mm-hmm. So I really... I more so train smart than hard. I do train hard, but I really try to train smart. So I'll spend maybe two hours maximum in the gym doing like an hour of weight training. I don't do too much cardio, and then I'll Mm -hmm. train like the skills that I need for my routine, my fitness routine. Okay. What do you think? We, we've got about five minutes left here, Christy. What do you think of, because you, you're a personal trainer, certified personal trainer, you help people lose weight, get into shape. Give me the top two or three tips that would help our all of them, the millions of listeners to the show right now. Two or three tips that would really help people lose weight, get into shape, change their attitude, share with us what you think that we need to be doing more of or doing less of. I think the biggest thing, the absolute number one thing is to take responsibility for where you're at. Take 100% responsibility. You are where you're at because of your choices, not anybody else's. And you are the only one that can change yourself. Nobody can want it for you. You have to want it for yourself. So unless you're willing to make that change and stop blaming others or circumstances around you, you're going to remain where you're at. So, so in other words, so we're saying like, well, you know, if my if my partner didn't bring home the cake on Thursday, I wouldn't have eaten it. Or if it wasn't for my genetics, I wouldn't be in the position. You're saying let all those excuses go and take responsibility for the way you look, the way you feel, everything. Absolutely. Yeah. You've got to commit yourself. Success is up to you. You are the only one that's going to define your own success. I like it. What else could we learn from you? Set specific goals and have strong reasons for those goals because your reasons are going to drive everything. Your reasons are going to hold you accountable. Weak reasons are going to get you off track really easily. Strong reasons, if obstacles come along the way, which they will, having strong reasons are going to keep you on track even when you face those obstacles. You know, a lot of times people will use a statement, Christy, and tell me if you agree with this, is like, what is your why for losing the weight? Or what is your, right? And that's what you're talking about, the reasons, correct? Yeah. And I think, I really believe it should, you should have an emotional connection to that reason. It has to be something that's going to affect you emotionally. Give me an example. For example, like you, if, there may be a consequence for you not reaching your goal, or you may really want to go on a vacation to, let's say, Fiji, something that really gets <laughs> right. you excited, you know? Right. So you're going right. to work hard because you want to go to Fiji. I love it. I love it. Okay, talk to us about diet. The, the, like, like it's so crucial. We just had uh, Dr. Don, Dr. Johnny Bowden on, uh, or Bowden on just a little while ago, and he was talking about the crucial intake of protein, fat, carbohydrate, too many carbohydrates boosting insulin. Insulin, of course, being that hormone that helps the body retain fat. Talk to us about your recommendations, Christy, for people in their diet to be able to lose the weight and keep it off. Absolutely. Diet is going to be 70 to 80% of your results. 
So people need to be eating. A lot of people, especially women, they think to lose weight, they don't eat. In fact, Mm -hmm. that's going to do the opposite thing for them. So I recommend eating small meals every two to three hours on a regular basis and then making sure you're getting carbohydrates, protein, protein with every single meal and snack. A lot of people don't do that. They'll have like a piece of fruit, but they'll forget the protein for a snack. And then you want to make sure that you have your good fats. A lot of people think that fat is going to make you fat. Your body needs good fats. So I like to keep things simple. I find people like to try to overcomplicate things, and complicated Mm -hmm. doesn't work. Simple works. At your website, Christy, do you have information that would help our listeners to get started and then they can contact you if they need more help? Absolutely. If they go to my website, I have a blog on there. I have articles on nutrition. I offer online training for people if they're interested in nutrition and workouts. I do it all. So Mm. everybody can contact me through my website. ChristyWilson.com with a K, ladies and gentlemen. Christy, K-R-I-S-T-Y. 30 seconds, Christy. we got 30 seconds left. Give me 30 seconds of outgoing motivational information to help our country change. Oh, wow. I think the biggest thing is just remember this. You always have the freedom to choose how you respond to obstacles that you meet and the situations that you find yourself in. You have the choice, and the choice is up to you to make that change. So if you're listening right now, ladies and gentlemen, and you're saying, but you don't understand because of the stress I'm going through with my relationship or the stress with money or the stress with this or the stress with that, that so much of what you're going to do tomorrow is going to depend on your attitude change right now. Let's let's listen to what Christy just said and take that home with you. That change is up to you. Christy, I want to thank you so much for hanging out with me today, sharing your story about Cirque and your new competition that you just won, and I want to wish you the very best in every freaking thing you do, honey. <laughs> thank you so much. <laughs> I am honored to be on your show, so thank you very much for inviting me. You're welcome, Christy. Have a great night. You too. Thank you so much. Okay, bye-bye. Our toll-free number, 1-800-548-8255. You have a thought, you have a question. Coming up in the next hour, we're going to go to a bunch of your emails, but if you have a question, you're on the fence, we are opening the lines for you to talk to me right now. If it's about weight loss, if it's about a relationship, if it's about an addiction, if it's about career change, anything you're blocked with, step, you, you just, you're stuck, you're on the fence, you don't know what to do, call me, one 800 548-8255. These are free sessions on the air. And I mentioned to you the other day, every Monday now, we are the Master Life Coach on air with Big Mama and the Wild Bunch, B103.9. You can even listen to me Monday mornings, 8 o'clock Eastern on B1039.com. Call me right now, 800-548-8255. Text us, 941-266-7676, 941 I look forward to so much more. We're coming back. Stay there. Yeah, you can be the greatest. You can be the best. You can be the King Kong banging on your chest. You can beat the world. You can beat the war. You can talk the guy go banging on his door. You can throw your hands up. You can beat the clock. You can move a mountain. You can break rocks. You can be a master. Don't wait for luck. Dedicate yourself and you can find yourself. Standing in the Hall of Fame. 
You know, for each of us to create our own Hall of Fame, it often means doing really hard work. I have yet to interview in the past uh, 22 years on Positive Talk Radio anyone that has accomplished great things in life, ladies and gentlemen, whether it's um, resurrecting or saving an amazing relationship, if it's making a lot of money, if it's losing a lot of weight, if it's getting an amazingly deep path to God. I have yet to interview anyone that hasn't worked their ass off to make it happen. And I'm very sincere when I say this. We have been uh, misled, misled, misled in so many different ways on what it takes to be successful. You know, we have just been so misled. There are books out there saying instant manifestation of this and instant manifestation of that. And it's just all a bunch of nonsense. And, And in 22 years of interviewing regular people and superstars and athletes and actors and actresses and musicians and best-selling authors, if there was a pattern that had been created where I had seen multiple people create great wealth or a great body or great love by visualizing it or by thinking positively or, or by affirming it on a daily basis, I would tell you, oh, my Lord, listen to this. All you have to do is X, but that's not the case. And I'm not saying that miracles don't happen. You might win the lottery. Absolutely. You might run into the love of your life as he delivers a domino pizza. It it, it could happen. I'm not being facetious. I'm just saying. But the odds are so freaking small. And yet, when we look at people that have created the most amazing, successful lives you know, ever, as a matter of fact, I was doing this lecture the other night, and I was talking about this very thing. Or the other morning, I was talking to a convention and visitors bureau, and I, I said, you know, I was telling this very story about 22 years. I've never interviewed you know, anyone that has, has really made it easy. Life has come easy to them. The thing that stuck out in my brain as I was talking to them is like, you know, you've heard the story about Walt Disney, seven bankruptcies before he made it. You've heard the story that I share with you all the time about my mentor, Joe Cerulli, you know, bankrupt in regards to life. When I say bankrupt in regards to life, I mean a homeless. He was living homeless in his car, homeless in an abandoned building, and then he became a multi-crillionaire. And he's an amazing man. He's just an amazing, filled with integrity. But these people all worked really hard, and they all had great fallbacks. And there are people right now that had made it up until last week and maybe lost it all, and now they're starting back again. You know, So please don't buy into the nonsense that life can be easy, should be easy, is easy for everyone else. Because, again, you know, I haven't interviewed anyone that would back that. 1-800-548-8255. Hey, we just we got a bunch of texts in. I'm not going to be able to keep up with all of them, my gang. But um, here's one. Hey, Dave, first time listening to your show. Love the vibes and energy. Much blessings to you. Peppy from Florida. Peppy, thank you very, very much. We appreciate that. Uh, call me right now. Is there something like, I just, I just gave you a monologue about what it means to be successful. Do you want to be more successful with your career, with your love life, with your money, with your body, but you're not sure how to break through procrastination? You're not sure what to do next? Call me. 1-800-548-8255. 1-800-548-8255. This is in, now this is interesting. Uh, we, we've listened to you for the past 15 years, live in Atlanta, Georgia. Uh, my wife introduced me to your show a long time ago. We finally married two years ago. I have an issue that she loves to bring up trips and vacations she went on with her former husband. 
and then tells me this time we did this and then we went to eat there. She brags consistently about everything that they used to do. Uh, I have mentioned to her it's old news. She says I'm insecure and I should be interested in all the places she has traveled to. Is this just rude behavior on her part or is this a sign of insecurity on my part? Do I need to suck it up and listen? Do your listeners agree with me or my wife? What did they do? I know I'm not alone here. Wow. So they've been together a long time, uh, 15 years. They've been married for two years. Wow. And that means that the guy that she's talking about, her former husband that she went on all these trips with, that was like 17 years ago. What do you think about that? Have you experienced maybe dating someone or marrying someone and they consistently wanted to talk about all the great things they did with their former partner or their former uh, lover or their whatever? Do you consider that to be rude? 1-800-548-8255. Or do you consider that he's insecure because he doesn't want to hear the stories about all the trips she went on 17 years ago with a former husband? If your partner did this, would this be okay with you? You know, some people, when these things come up, they go, oh, my God, whatever, let her talk, right? And other people go, that is so rude. Like, why continue to bring up a former lover and talk about all these great trips? What would you say in this situation? Is it, you know, when when I was reading this and, uh, and oh, sorry about that, 1-800-548-TALK. That's our, our number, 1-800-548-TALK. Our text is 941266 Seven six seven six nine four one two six six seven six seven six. Do you think this could be a sign of her insecurity? Now, of course, she said, you know, she thinks he's insecure because he doesn't want to hear it anymore. But could it be a sign of her insecurity? Do you ever think about that? Could she be insecure and she only feels secure when she's talking about someone she's not with and the things she did in the past? It's almost like someone living in their glory days, it sounds like, right? Um, is it courteous to talk to your former partner about all these things you did with a previous partner? Does it seem rude to you? 1-800-548-8255. Um, if you were in his situation, would you just suck it up because she gets off on talking about all this stuff? Here's a text that just came in. Um, it sounds like she's t- trying to one-up her current husband Comparing him with the past husband, not a good sign for a lasting relationship. Yeah, I I, I would have to agree with that. Um, well, here's an opposing thought. Text 941. The text is 941-266-7676. An opposing thought is, why doesn't he just sit back and allow her to relish in her past? It sounds like he could have an insecurity. I, you know what? I don't know about that, gang. I'm going to have to take an opposing view here. I, I really think that there's a limit in a healthy relationship of talking, 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 talking about a, a previous pr- uh, partner, you know? Uh, when you constantly bring up a previous partner that you, oh, and I remember when Bill and I did this and Bill and I did that, and oh, my God, when Bill and I did here... There's something about that that rubs me the wrong way. Wouldn't you agree? There's something about that. I mean, she's talking all the time about all the trips and vacations they took around the world. That seems a little insecure on her part. 
I think that that would be something that I would recommend that they both go and discuss with to someone else. Now, there could be an insecurity run on his part, too, because you can't really tell how he's responding to her stories. I mean, is he immediately shutting down? Is he allowing her to have a couple lines? And then is he saying something about, I don't really know if this is all that appropriate. I would recommend, okay, just got another text in saying um, she sounds like an absolute insecure individual who needs to live in the past instead of in the present with her current husband. Wow. I think that sums it up. Not to be judgmental, but I think that really does sum it up. If we have to bring stories from the past about partners that we've had in order to feel good about ourselves, it's not going to do anything but tear down the current relationship, is it? I would recommend, if I was in their situation, to go get some help. Work with a minister, work with a counselor, work with a coach to see where the insecurity is coming from on her point of view that she has to mention this over and over and over again to. Now, here's the thing I have to say to my gentleman friend who wrote in. This has probably been going on for more than two years. And why have we decided now that it's unacceptable? That's a resentment that's been built up for a very, very long time. Hey, call me, 1-800-548-8255. We are rocking next weekend, Fort Myers, Florida, Life Mastery Workshop. Check out the website, talkdavid.com. More to come. Plus, I'm going to be getting into all of your emails right after this break. I'm so glad you're with us. Stay right there. I need your love. I need your time. When everything's wrong, you make it right. I feel so high. I come alive. I need to be free with you tonight. I need your love. your love baby my partner listening to the show right now she's rocking with us listening to us on her iphone because if you go to talkdavid.com you can actually join our text club and when you join the text club you can listen to the show via your iphone android smartphone whatever the hell you got you can listen to us just join the text club and then you'll get a text sent in return for joining and then you can power it up baby right there and take us anywhere on your phone it so rocks 1-800-548-8255 hey shout outs we're getting too so many people asking for shout outs sean tim the wolverine you gotta love that the wolverine is, is asking for a shout-out. I just love it. Hugh Jackman is with us in the house. Um, <laughs> and uh, Maddie, Lionel, Tiger. We have all kinds of people asking for shout-outs. Welcome aboard, gang. 1-800-548-8255. Here's a great one. Do you believe in dating sites? I've met several guys on them, and they are never who they say, nor do they ever look like their pictures. What's your opinion? <laughs> Oh, my God, be careful. I just say be careful. You know, life is so weird these days because it's not normal. You know, I mean, life is just flying by, and a lot of people say, you know, I don't go to bars, I don't go to this, I don't go to that. How am I going to meet someone? And I'm not against dating sites at all. I'm really not. I'm just going to say be very careful. And I think that what you're experiencing is the norm. You know, people putting up pictures that are 15 years old or, you know, they're 30 pounds different in weight or whatever it might be. 
and they have a, ten- a lot of people have a tendency to blow up who they are and what they do out of proportion. So just be really careful. I wouldn't say don't use them. If you if you're not having luck anywhere else, absolutely use them. But but don't just be careful. You know, just be really really careful. One eight hundred five four eight eight two five five. Is there a healthy level of alcohol to drink daily? I love this question. Uh, your attitude, even though you have said you don't drink, seems to be <laughs> tolerant of people who do. That's interesting. Well, I'm glad that you have the perception I am tolerant with drinkers. That's very sweet. Okay, so let me get to the stats first, the facts first, and then I'll talk about my tolerance. Um, for women, U.S. government figures one drink per day maximum. For men, two drinks per day maximum. Now, when we talk about one drink, but that's like four to five ounces of wine. Most people have six to ten ounces of wine as a drink. That's one beer. It's one shot. Oh, my God. I don't know anyone who drinks that ever uses a shot to measure. So most people are very heavy pours. So women, one time, one drink per day. Men, two drinks per day. But that's not seven days a week. And it surely doesn't mean that you can drink 14 drinks on a Saturday and a Sunday and be okay because that's binge drinking a form of alcoholism. So really be cautious. You know, I don't know. For women, maybe one glass of wine three to four days a week would be considered healthy. For men, two glasses of wine three to four days a week might be healthy, but surely not seven days. And, you know, I'm not sure how you find my tolerance wonderful. (laughs) <laughs> I have very little tolerance. If I'm out with, with friends at a restaurant and I see people in my party, you know, having a few where they start to get a little loose and comments are made that normally wouldn't be made, I really don't have a lot of tolerance, ladies and gentlemen. Um, I don't have a problem putting myself in situations where I have like-minded people, people that are extreme moderate drinkers or they don't drink, but um, I used to drink quite heavily, so I know that side of the fence, and that side of the fence now isn't quite as cute. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's not quite as cute. 1-800-548-8255. Oh, my God, these... Uh, these 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 questions that are coming in is so incredible. Um, oh yes, and my partner just texted me saying I appreciate so much mentioning me on the air. Isn't that cute? And she's listening right now, going, "Oh my God, he's mentioning me again." Yes, I am, love. Um, I saw your video. Why women love bad boys? I love that same. I, oh, I have that same scenario, but with my circle of friends. Both the women and men in my life are filled with negativity. I know when I am not around that they are talking about me like they talk about everyone else. Why am I attracted to these type of people? Well, this is something we've talked about a ton on the show. It's um, codependent relationships. You know, with codependent relationships, we have very low self-esteem. Um, we stay with people that maybe are very negative or gossipers or whatever it might be. We stay in that circle because we have a fear of rejection. We have a fear of being abandoned by these people. We have a fear of being alone. We crave acceptance. You know, so we end up maybe even doing the same thing that these other people are doing. We talk negative. We gossip about other people because we want to have some identity in life. You know, it's very hard to go through life as an independent human being. Most of us aren't independent. We're codependent. And so if we're in a circle of friends that aren't real positive, it's probably because we're not real positive, too. Um I would take a big breath and and say this. Millions of people have healed. There's all kinds of different groups. If you want to go 12-step, you can look at Al-Anon and um, CODA, C-O-D-A, Codependence Anonymous. 
you know, like the alcoholic who needs to let go of alcohol to heal, the codependent needs to let go of um, the their drug, their drug of choice, and their drug of choice happens to be unhealthy people. It's the same thing. Addiction is addiction is addiction, you know? Um, how do you stay positive when money is a constant stress? It's all I think about, the challenge of making and keeping money. You know, what we think about grows, right? So let's remember this. What we think about grows. If we allow that brain to go into the constant thought of challenge and struggle, then that constant thought of challenge and struggle is going to actually create more of that in our real life. I would say, number one, be proactive with money. What can you do to cut expenses? Number one. Number two, what can you do to take care of yourself to reduce the stress? Do you need to get involved with an exercise program? Do you need to get involved with a spiritual center or a church? in order to help alleviate the stress. Um, what can you do to uh, increase your income? Focus on solutions. The mind shifts. If you focus on solutions, the mind starts to shift. And one of the techniques we have in our book, The Power of Focus, uh, The Power of Focus is our book absolutely free at our website, talkdavid.com. The Power of Focus is absolutely free at our website, talkdavid.com. And in that book, one of the many techniques we share is the cancel technique, that when you have negative thoughts, when you have worries, when you have anxieties, say the word cancel. Just as soon as that thought comes up, then implement a more positive thought, right, and then do something physically. Like, don't buy that Starbucks coffee if you're challenged by money. And I'm being dead serious. Um, don't Hey, don't forget, I, I want to just say this again. We just got a couple more texts in. Um, well, I mentioned earlier, Colin, our caller from North Carolina, is going to be coming to our Life Mastery Weekend Workshop next week. Uh, it's the 27th and 28th of July, Fort Myers, Florida. We have um, one of our listeners flying in from New York, another one Minnesota, joining us from Boston, joining us from Spain, people coming from all over the state of Florida. Go to talkdavid.com. Listen, this is a 10-hour workshop with me, inspirational, motivational workshop with me, and when we're done with the workshop... You're going to have 30 days of a program we're going to give you to take home to complete, to radically change your life. And everything is 100% money back guaranteed. Visit talkdavid.com, click on the Life Mastery link, and get ready to get rocked. We've been doing this course since 1996. We have radically helped thousands of people change. Now it's your turn. And I want to work with you. I really do. one 800 um, I cannot seem to let the resentments go against my wife who cheated on me. We divorced 10 years ago. What's the first step? Well, we talked a little bit about this earlier. 10 years, you know, it's really fascinating. That proves our theory that time heals nothing. So this is what I'm, I'm going to give you an excellent exercise to do. For seven straight days, I want you to write letters of anger and resentment at your former wife, but do not send them. Don't email them. Don't mail them. Nothing. This is just for you. Seven straight days of writing your anger and resentments against your former wife. Then at the end of seven days, do a check-in. Are you getting bored with writing about your anger? Are you getting bored with writing about your resentments? If you are, and ladies and gentlemen, you can use this at a former partner, at a former friend. Um, you can use this at a parent. If you have anger and resentment, you can use this with anyone. At the end of seven days, if the if you don't feel like doing the writing anymore, then you're on your way to healing. If you're still pissed off, keep writing for another seven days. When you get to the point where you don't have that anger anymore, then write letters of forgiving her for seven straight days. 
This process we have used since 1991, it's magical. It is absolutely magical. Listen, be bold. In in the challenges of life, in the stress of life, be bold. Be strong. Be positive. Be all the things that you want to be right now, even if you don't feel like it. Like, make that decision to lift your game up to the next level because that's what all the most successful people do in life. Thank you so much for being with us. TalkDavid.com is the site. I'm David Essel. See you next week.